I'd like to welcome everybody to church today. It's sure good to be out here. Lord bless us in warm weather for once. I ain't really got nothing on my heart other than just welcome everybody here. Uh, i like everybody to stand their feet and we'll have Brother Carl lead us in prayer.
this time I'd ask our deacon brothers to come forth and take up this morning's offering. As they come, I'd ask you to please stand. Ask Brother Blaine, bless the offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day that you blessed us with, Lord, and we're thankful for each and every one that's come to your house this yeah. morning. God, we're thankful for Sunday school and what we heard there, and yeah. we just pray that as we go into this service that you'd guide it. Lord, bless each and every one of us. Just show us what you'd have us to do, and uh, Lord, help us to have a heart to follow your lead this morning. And we pray that uh, we might see somebody be saved. We pray that uh, you'd bless this offering to its intended use. These things we ask in your name. Amen. Amen.
to say it's good to be here this morning. I'm thankful for everyone who's made it out this way. I'm thankful for the choir. Uh, as the choir was singing this morning, God brought this to my mind. If you're here and you're lost or you're out of church, um, I, I can say and clarify that the Father's arms are stretched out wide this morning, ready for you to come home. You just got to make a step towards him, but uh, we'll ask uh, Brother Sean to get another song, and we'll come in for altar prayer. So. Thank the Lord for answering prayers. 
remember that. Amen. To anyone else this morning? If not, we'll ask Brother Brent to lead us in prayer. this time if anybody have a song or a testimony on their heart. Let's pray for them. Glad to be here this morning been getting to watch Trey's revival online. They've been broadcasting it on live stream and so I've got to watch just about every night and uh, I got to tell you I, I feel revived. I haven't been there in their services one night. been praying for them uh, but I've really, uh, God has really blessed me this week through that service. Becky and I were, we had been in Texas and we flew back last night, got into Columbus and uh, we were driving home, and I said, see if you can get that service up on your phone. So she did. And uh, Brother Israel was preaching about Mephibosheth. And uh, really, really touched me. King David took over Israel, and he asked, is there any in Saul's household that are still alive? And they said, yep, there's one. Down in this far country called Lodabar. Yeah. And he's lame. He can't get here on his own. So the king sent his chariot down to Lodabar and said, Mephibosheth, yeah. will, you, will you come? And I know he had to be scared. In those times, 
normally the king would kill everybody in the former king's household, but Mephibosheth went and David installed him and put him at his table and said, because of the love that I have for you and for Jonathan who's gone, you can sit at my table. That's just like I was. I couldn't get to God was in a far country but he sent his chariot he sent the church my way and said come on over here and I was so scared but I went and he put me at his table and I've been eating from the king's table ever since this song says he made me a royal descendant and I'm so glad that he gave me this great gift I feel so excited this morning. Somebody will have an opportunity to be saved, get that same gift, become a royal descendant. I hope you take advantage of it. Pray for us. I can tell you I'm nothing And I would be telling the truth I can say I am worthless A hopeless sinner, that's true But that's just part of my story I haven't told everything For I was washed, reborn, and raised a child of the King. And I am a royal descendant of the King from Jerusalem. For I am part of the bloodline of claim kindred to Isaac, to Jacob, and Abraham. For I'm a royal descendant of the king from Jerusalem. Oh, how in this world can I stand and say such a thing? I am royal and claim that my father's the king. Well, I have to take you to an altar where it happened many years ago. When I met this king, I was born of his blood. That's all that I know. the bloodline of David, that's who I am, and I claim 
Isaac, to Jacob and Abraham. For I'm a royal descendant of the King from Jerusalem. And I claim kindred to Isaac, to Jacob and Abraham. For I'm a Descendant, the king from Jerusalem. I'm glad I'm a royal descendant, the king from Jerusalem. I can't sing it this morning. I don't have the voice to sing it, but I can tell you about it. One time I was just a little boy, way down in the hills of Kentucky, and I didn't have that king. I was kind of like, Mephibosheth, you know, way away from the Lord. I needed him more than anything in the world. And the old preacher preached me the gospel, and I come up to the altar, and I found him. And I've been in his table, eating at his table ever since, and I appreciate that this morning. If you're here and you've never eaten at the table of the Lord, you ought to try it sometime. It's an everlasting food. It'll never run out. This morning, I'd really desire your prayers. I've had a real hard time with my throat and my job, a lot of it is singing. And if the Lord takes it away from me, that's all right. I can still sing in my heart because he gave me something to sing about. But this morning, if you're lost, really listen to the gospel this morning. As it goes out, may it touch your heart, I hope, and come and be saved before it's too late. There's nothing like it. I've never found nothing like it. Before I do, I want to tell my church I'm sorry. I'm ashamed I've not been in my place where I need to be. I'm not out running around, but God knows my heart, and he knows it's not been where it needs to be. And I want to be able to come in and sit down, and I want my hands to speak what my heart feels, and I need to have my heart where it needs to be in order for that to happen. And I want to do whatever the Lord wants me to do because I've got children that are out of church, and I've got grandchildren that are lost, and I need to be doing my part. So I just ask you all to please forgive me and pray for me and pray for my family. I want to be where God can use me. I really desire your prayers. For making the sun to shine, putting the stars in the skies, for the flowers that bloom, ocean so blue. Thank you, Lord, for every sparrow that sings and makes sweet melody. 
for the rivers that flow, the rain and the snow. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. Shoes on our feet and plenty to eat. Lord, I worship and pray for this freedom I have today. For your spirit, more than a place, it's more than a place to come and meet. Place to worship God. Thank you, Lord, for being a friend so dear. Giving myself for holding my hand when I could not stand. How many of you Thank believe that this morning? How many of you have that? For giving your life for me on a cross at Calvary, for taking my place for mercy and grace. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything you've done for me. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you. Saving my soul, making me whole. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole. Saving my soul, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. for another song we're just going to turn over to our pastor so. well I thank the Lord for the good powerful spirit here this morning I declare I'm glad to see everybody glad to feel the Lord uh, God sure is good to us uh, God permitting and will I'm going to read from the 11th chapter of Hebrews this morning I'm going to start at anyway. I want you to really pray. I'm going to be starting at the first verse. I'm glad to be here and I'm glad I'm saved and I'm glad God to, uh, give us that powerful spirit and let us get over on shouting ground. I'm glad I'm part of a church that can get on shouting ground and uh, knows what to shout about and when to shout 
And uh, I praise God for that. I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, I'm part of a church that the uh, gospel goes out and we see people saved uh, once in a while. Uh, now, I'd like to see more shouting and I'd like to see more people getting saved, and, uh, but God can handle that. And uh, I praise God for what I feel this morning. Man, what a powerful service. Uh, and I've I even been praying uh, just lately, God, uh, help us to kind of move up a notch, get up a little higher on the mountain. And uh, I thank God for what he's been doing, and well, I can't thank him enough. Uh, but it seemed like God just uh, uh, gave me a thought that there's another place up on that mountain that we can get to. And, uh, boy, we've seen evidence of that this morning. And I praise God for it. And uh, I'd like to read from 11th chapter Hebrews, first uh, uh, couple of verses here. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. And that's where God's really centered my thoughts this morning about a good report. And uh, I, God really, uh, when I was uh, studying this and thinking about this, meditating on it, God really brought some things to my mind. Uh, we call this the faith chapter, and that is fine because it's about people that move by faith. But we could just as easily and maybe more accurately call it the faith and works chapter because every one of these folks here uh, that's in this 11th chapter of Hebrew, they didn't just have faith, they did something with it. And uh, uh, we need to do something with our faith. And uh, then if you want to read a little bit more with me, uh, turn over into the second chapter of the book of James. I didn't know if I was going to read this, but I, I feel like I need to. Second chapter of the book of James, right after the book of Hebrews. And uh, uh, James chapter 2, and uh, we'll look over here about uh, verse 23. Uh, it says, And the scripture was fulfilled, which saith, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Uh, likewise also was not Rahab the uh, harlot justified by works, when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way. Now, listen, this kind of verse 26 sums it up. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Now, let me be real clear. Uh, we don't do anything to earn our uh, salvation, our way to heaven. It's uh, completely, uh, we're saved by grace through faith. And uh, Ephesians said, that's not of, you, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's not of yourselves. Uh, but when God speaks to your heart uh, and talks to you, uh, even when you're lost, if you're going to get something out of it, you've got to do something. Uh, I remember uh, sitting back in, uh, in a church house when the gospel was reaching me, and uh, uh, Brother Carl taught about it in Sunday school this morning. I remember when God spoke to me, and Blaine talked some about that this morning. Uh, listen, uh, when God spoke to me, uh, and I was lost, and I, uh, I would have kind of liked to just sit there and not done anything. Uh, Mom and Daddy's good Christians. I ought to be okay. Uh, that didn't get my soul saved. They pointed me to Jesus. I'm glad they did, Brad. Uh, but if I would have sat there and turned Jesus' way, I'd have died and went to hell. Uh, but I, I'm glad I got saved. Uh, what kind of report do you have this morning? Uh, these folks down here, uh, they had uh, some report. Uh, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into this verse 8, Chapter 11, Hebrews, when he was called to go out into a place which uh, he should then receive uh, for an inheritance, he obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went. 
uh, all down through here. Uh, by faith, Noah, when God told him about some things that was going to come he'd never seen, he moved by faith and built an ark, uh, saved the human race uh, by God's help and by God's direction. Boy, uh, God uh, brought one of these to me this morning. Uh, give me this uh, morning. I was sitting at the breakfast table reading, and uh, he brought me down here into the 21st verse and the 22nd verse. Uh, listen to this. Uh, by faith, Joseph. Remember Joseph, how God used him, and he delivered his family uh, through Joseph, uh, following the Lord, delivered out of a time of famine, uh, brought him down into a land of plenty. I said, by faith, Joseph, uh, when he died, uh, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment uh, concerning his bones. Uh, you can read that back in the 50th chapter of the book of Genesis. Uh, uh, he, uh, Joseph, when he getting ready there, he told his, uh, told his children, he said, now, God's going to visit you down here. Uh, I, I'm dying, uh, but God's going to visit me down here. He said, when you leave this place, he said, you pack up my bones and take them with you. Uh, folks, uh, that really stirred my heart. Uh, we need to leave something for our people to take with them. Uh, I'm not going to be here always. And you're not going to be here always. Uh, but Brother Carl, uh, I can uh, picture when they was carrying his bones down there, uh, they uh, probably uh, looked or felt the way them bones. Uh, they probably said, yeah, remember what uh, Dad did. Remember what Grandpa did. Uh, remember uh, when he said uh, no to Potiphar's wife. Remember when he said yes to God. Remember uh, when he moved by faith down there and become uh, actually the ruler down in Egypt. And when there was a famine in the land, uh, he used the gifts that God gave him uh, to get our family uh, delivered out of a place of hunger. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, uh, I, I, I didn't uh, uh, do this on this purpose, but it just worked out this way. Uh, when, when I was getting dressed this morning and uh, uh, deciding uh, what kind of clothes to put on and what kind of uh, necktie to wear, uh, uh, my eyes was drawn back toward this necktie hanging back in the closet. Uh, I got this necktie out and I told Linda, I said, I'm wearing daddy's tie to church this morning. Uh, that was uh, P.L. Brock's tie. Uh, boy, uh, when I come through the closet once in a while, sometimes when I don't even uh, wear it, uh, when I uh, just uh, get to look at it and I remember daddy and uh, it brings uh, a joy to my heart, uh, not just because of the necktie, but because of what P.L. stood for. Uh, but this morning, after I had the necktie on, I realized how it connected with what I'm preaching about this morning. I'm telling you, P.L. gave me some bones to carry with me more than this necktie. He pointed me to Jesus, and he wanted me to do what I needed to do. Now, you pray real hard this morning. I want to preach this like God wants me to. We need to check our report. You know, when I was in school, uh, every six weeks, uh, the teacher would send a report card home. Uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, uh, a lot of times I dreaded to carry it home to mom and daddy. Uh, I, I kind of hated what uh, they read in it sometimes. And, uh, sometimes uh, they, a teacher would have a note in there. Uh, sometimes they'd say, uh, Terry's uh, doing okay in his studies, uh, uh, but it's hard for us to get his attention. Uh, he won't pay attention. Or he talks too much in class. Uh, uh, instead of listening, uh, he's looking out the window. 
guess that's the way I was. But I'm telling you what, when God speaks, it's even more important for us to listen to him than it was for us to listen to the teacher in school. We need to get a good report. By faith, the elders received a good report. Boy, where are we at today? Boy, the church has moved powerful. You know she's been praying. We got on shouting grounds this morning, but I still need to preach this. I even questioned the Lord. Lord, you still want me to preach this? He said, yeah, somebody needs it this morning. We need to examine where we're at and consider what we're doing for the Lord. Uh, there was a man uh, back in the book of Kings. His name was Joash. He was a king back there. Uh, he was a wicked king. Uh, but when Elisha was getting ready to die, uh, he come down and wept over Elisha. He said, oh, my father, my father. Uh, 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 well, he talked to him. He talked about him. Uh, and I want you to know, uh, he, he was grieving for Elisha that he was going to die, uh, even though uh, he didn't much do what Elisha said uh, while he was living. Uh, but Elisha was getting ready to die. And uh, there was uh, trouble with the enemy. And, and he talked to Elisha, uh, said, we need some help. Well, Elisha, even though he was about to die, uh, he got up. And he, he got a hold of Joash's hands and, and he got a bow and an arrow and, and he put Joash's hand, one on the bow and one on the arrow and he put his hands on Joash's hand and they shot the arrow and, and he said the deliverance of God, uh, the deliverance of Israel. Uh, and he, he told him, he said, now these other arrows here, he said, you smite them on the ground. Well, Joash, Joash he took the arrows and he smote them three times. One, two, three. Three, uh, Elisha was upset. Uh, he said, uh, and put in my words, uh, King, is that all you could do? Just three little whacks on the ground. He just went through the motion. Uh, he didn't have his heart in it. Uh, here's what Elisha told Joash. He said, uh, this is the deliverance of God. He said, but you've only smoked three times. So here's what's gonna happen. When the enemy comes, uh, you're gonna be able uh, to have victory three times. You'll be able to push them back. You'll have victory. He said, if you would have smoked six or seven times, he said, you could have utterly destroyed the enemy. If you'd have really had your heart in it, you could have really got the victory. But now, it's just gonna be temporary. You just smoke three times. Uh, the enemy uh, is gonna be pushed back three times but then they're gonna come in and overrun you. Uh, my friend, uh, we need a better report than Joash had. Boy, I'll tell you, a man had a good report. His name was Job. The, the Bible said he was a perfect man and an upright man. Uh, what's that mean, fellas? It means he was perfect down in his soul and he was upright in his life the way he walked. Uh, we uh, need uh, to have something in our life. Uh, let me get back and preach a little more about Abraham. Uh, praise God, uh, Abraham, uh, he moved by faith and he trusted God. It was imputed to him for righteousness. Uh, listen today, if you're here and lost, what kind of report do you have? Uh, you have a, 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 a report of a failure. Uh, if, if you're hearing laws in the place that you're standing right now, uh, if you die like that, you're gonna lift up your eyes and hell. That's the worst report anybody can get. Boy, I praise God. One time when I was lost, uh, I moved by faith and trusted Jesus and he saved my soul. I'm saved now. I'm on my way to heaven. 
But if you're lost today, uh, you need to do what Abraham did. Boy, I'm telling you what, you can do it. Uh, you can do what Abraham did. He believed God. He trusted him. It was imputed to him for righteousness. Uh, but you got to do something. Uh, listen, if you don't reach out to God when God's knocking at your heart, uh, Faith comes by hearing. God brings faith to everybody, but you gotta use it. If you're gonna get saved, you need to seek the Lord while he may be found. You need to call on him while he's near. Uh, what kind of report do we have today? You know, uh, over in the, uh, the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, it talks about provoking uh, one another to love and to good works. Uh, boy, and how does it say do that? One of the ways, it says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Boy, we need to get, when it's church time and, and when our grand old church is getting together, we need to put aside some other things. Uh, we need to come to the house of God. I saw a sign the other day. Uh, I may have mentioned it already. It kind of touched me. It said instead of using so many things in the world as an excuse not to come to church, we need to use church as an excuse not to do all the things in the world. What's it say? We need to put God first. Uh, we need to put God first. Uh, listen, uh, today uh, I want to uh, tell you about some people. The Bible talks about seed being sown in the Bible. Uh, and it said the seed, uh, well, there was some seed that uh, went out on the stony ground. It didn't, uh, it didn't come up, didn't do any good. It didn't, uh, didn't prosper. Uh, a seed that was uh, thrown by the wayside, it didn't prosper. A uh, seed that was sown in the fowls of God, it didn't prosper. Ah, uh, but there was some seed that was uh, thrown out. It went into the good ground. It brought forth fruit, uh, but it brought forth a 30-fold or 60-fold or 100-fold. Uh, I'm telling you what today, uh, we can all be hundredfold Christians if we'll follow the Lord. The, the report today is not about our abilities. It's not about uh, who can sing real pretty or who can preach real good or, or who's got uh, pretty words when they testify. It's not about that. Now, our, our report today, uh, it's about the attitude of our heart. I'm telling you what, if you give God your whole heart, uh, you can be a hundredfold Christian. Uh, listen, uh, the, when the writer over there, I, I just preached about this just recently. You, you pray for me, I won't take my time. Uh, I, I preached some about the writer over there that said, a man prepared a great supper. He told his servant, he said, go out at supper time. He said, tell uh, the people to come for all things are now ready. Uh, boy, they went out and some of them come, some of them didn't. Uh, but after a while, he sent them out again. Uh, let me ask us today, uh, what kind of report do we have? Have we been inviting people uh, to come to the house of God? Uh, not just verbally, but by our lives. Uh, our life needs to be an invitation uh, to somebody to come to the house of God. Our words need to be an invitation uh, for somebody to come to the house of God. Uh, uh, let's go to another scripture. Uh, Jesus said, ye are the light of the world. Uh, boy, I'm glad he said it's a life that can't be hid. Uh, fellas, uh, uh, the, the world can't hide our light. Uh, they can uh, throw all the things at us that they've got and the light will still shine. Uh, uh, but if we don't live godly in Christ Jesus, uh, the dirt that's on our life will hinder that light from going out. What kind of light report is God giving us today? Uh, are we where God would have us to be? Uh, listen, what it said back here, uh, by faith the elders obtained a good report. I'm glad uh, that there were some elders in my lifetime Boy, I appreciate this church. There's some, uh, uh, there's some real Christians in this church right now, and I praise God for it. But when I was a boy, uh, there were some real Christians there then. Uh, the crowd was a lot smaller. 
but the Spirit was the same Spirit. Uh, the gospel was the same gospel, and God was the same God, and salvation was just like it is right now. Uh, boy, I'm telling you, when the church moved, uh, and I saw God in those people, and I wanted to have what they had, I thought, boy, I'd like to be saved. I wanted to be saved. But yet when it come right down to God, call me and invite me. I wrestled with it and worried with it. I want you to know today, God had what I needed and it was up to me to take that step and come to Jesus by faith. I got saved. I mean this with all my heart. If I got saved, anybody can get saved. If I got saved, anybody can. And I got saved. So that means you can. What kind of report do you have today? Boy, I'm telling you what, God sends out a report. And I'll tell you what, you know, when I was talking about being in school, they'd send a report card home to mom and dad. I'll tell you where God sends my report card. He sends it to me. And he says, uh, Terry Brock, uh, look at this. Uh, you need to move up here. Uh, boy, uh, Joe, I really, uh, I really appreciated uh, your testimony uh, there at the piano. Day. That stirred my heart. Uh, I'm proud of you. Uh, Joe uh, moved up uh, when he uh, humbled his heart and he prayed and God forgave him and blessed him and God wanted to tell that and he told it. Boy, and we sang that song. Boy, I appreciate you singing that. Uh, Will my Lord be satisfied with me? Boy, I'm telling you, I want him to be satisfied with me. I don't want to be in anybody's way. I don't want to be anybody's hindrance. I want to be a help. And I want to be about the Father's business. We need to be on fire for the Lord. I'm telling you what, when I, when I was in school, if, if I didn't get A's and B's on my grade card, Mommy got upset. I said, well, Mommy, why are you so upset? A C's a passing grade, I passed. She said, you, you can do better than that. Uh, you need uh, to get, she said, you could get all A's if you'd be serious and work at it. Uh, I don't know about that, uh, but she didn't like those C's. Well, but let me, let me make this point. Uh, we ought not settle for being a C or a C plus Christian. No, sir. No, I, I just, I kind of, I want to tell this. It's a little bit of a funny. Uh, when I was thinking about this, I saw a commercial on TV. Uh, kind of uh, got my attention. It fits in here. Uh, probably some of you saw it. Uh, there was a man laying in the hospital bed. And, uh, looked like maybe he's getting ready to have surgery or something. Looked like he's real sick. And a nurse came in and was standing beside of him. And, and him or his family asked the nurse, hey, do you know about this doctor that's coming in? And, and she said, yeah. And she kind of she frowned a little bit. She said, he's okay. And they said, okay, just okay? Is that the kind of doctor uh, that I've got? He's just okay. Boy, I tell you what, if I got something wrong with me, I want the best doctor I can get. I don't just want an okay doctor. I'm glad uh, that those Christians that I looked to when I was a boy, uh, they were better than C-plus Christians. I believe they had A-pluses. And I want to be an A-plus Christian. And you can be an A-plus Christian too. We ought not settle for less than that. Let me put it another way. Uh, back here when Joseph was getting ready to die, and, and he wanted his bones to go on with his people. I'm telling you what, he had something in his life uh, that they could look to. I'm glad there's people in my life I could look to. And I still do. Those that's died in faith, uh, uh, they go on and, and their works do follow them. 
It's untelling how many times a day I think about some good old saint. So many of them's gone on, Billy Ray. Some of them still here, a lot of them, but a lot of them's gone on and God will take my attention back to them and I'll get a lesson out of it. I know some people that maybe could just barely walk. I remember Leonard Mason when he sat on the front bench in the old building and he was so frail that sometimes and when the service was going on, he'd lay down on the bench right there. He'd still be looking up toward the altar, what was going on. Uh, even in his frail condition, his desire was uh, to be in the house of God. Uh, boy, I could just go on and on. That's just an example. There's many of them. Uh, we need uh, to be better uh, than uh, C or C plus Christians. Uh, we need to do the best we can uh, to the glory of God. Uh, what's at stake today? Uh, this is not a game we're playing. Uh, it's uh, the souls of men and women and boys and girls and uh, the lives of people that we love. Uh, boy, I, I'll sure not tell you I'm perfect. Uh, I'm not. We all sin and come short of the glory of God. But I'll tell you what we can do. We can make our best ever uh, to live for Jesus. And so what you report today and get your song ready. I'll be uh, just a minute or two. Uh, we need to we need to get our report and look at it uh, by uh, by the Holy Spirit. God will tell us where we're at, and uh, let's not just be satisfied. Think uh, I'm doing pretty good. There's been times in my life when I just kind of been coasting along. Uh, Brother Elbert Smith used to say, "The only time you can coast is when you're going downhill." I'm telling you what, uh, I, when I uh, was had times like that in my life, I'd say, well, I'm doing pretty good. Well, then God had showed me I wasn't doing good at all. We need to be doing something for the Lord. We need to be giving it our whole heart. Uh, Abraham, when he uh, moved by faith, you know what he did? He, he took his whole family to Canaan. We need to move by faith and help our people to get to Canaan. We need to move with power and let God enrich our lives two things I'm going to sum up. If you're hearing lost, your report is, if you don't get saved, you're going to hell. If you're hearing you're saved by the grace of God, what is your report today? Uh, I listen. Uh, we don't measure our life by other folks, but we ought to measure our, our life by the word of God and the power of God's Holy Spirit. What is your report card telling you today? And listen, we ought not be ashamed of all. Let's stand. Let's stand. And everybody needs to come to the altar. I want you to come this morning. And we got people need to come to the altar. I can feel it and know it. Not being judgmental, I can just feel it in my soul. Please obey the Lord.
appreciate him moving. That stirs my heart. That helps me. But I know today there's some others that can come. Please obey the Lord. Let me ask you today. Are you satisfied with yourself where you are before the Lord? If you're not satisfied with it, do something about it. It's your move up to you. I can't move for you. I, I would if I could. God didn't fix it like that. The devil will tell you. Ah, he'll say you can't do it. The devil is a liar. You can. Well, I appreciate Brother Glenn. Well, when I come to this church, I was a broken man, and I still am, and I'm trying to put the pieces all back together. I just, I haven't been obeying the Lord. I don't know how many times the pastor's called, and I know I was supposed to come up here, but Bless I did I just put it off and yep. to where it's just, uh, I'm down, so far down that there's no other place to go. And hey, man. have to listen to the Lord and obey yeah. the Lord. And also, he told me, you have to fellowship. You can't take care of these things yourself. You got right. the church here. Amen. And, and I, I need to learn how to fellowship and and, uh, and obey the Lord more than I am now. Amen. Well, that's a powerful testimony, and I appreciate it. We need to obey the Lord. Can't take care of ourselves. And fellowship. Uh, see, we're in this thing together, and we need each other. Well, I'm telling you, uh, Glenn needs us, and we need him. And I need you, and you need me. And the devil tells us that we're just worthless. He's a liar. He'll say, you can't live for the Lord. He's a liar. I'm telling you what, I've got a God that's big enough to help me do anything he wants me to do. There's nothing that God asked me to do that I can't do with his help. Now, you say, but preacher, you don't know me. Well, you don't know me either in that respect. You don't know my faults and failures, and I don't know yours, but God knows all about it. And like Paul said, when I'm weak, that's when I'm made strong. Some of my hardest times and biggest failures, when the Lord come by, got me in his arms and picked me up and said, we can go on down the road. Some of those are always the best memories and the most uplifting times that I've got. And I say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Uh, even, I can even say this, God, thank you for that trouble that you let me have in my life because uh, through that, uh, you gave me such a powerful lesson and such a big blessing to show me that I could get through it with your help. Boy, I'm, I'm glad I've got a God like that. Now, after a while, we're going to shake hands again, but the young people's got a song to sing, and this invitation, it's still going out. I can still feel it going out. And please come. Please come while they sing. Let's go. 
If you're not saved, you can be saved. If you feel any call of God this morning, you can say this morning, just come, let's pray about it. Please come. Let's go to the altar together this morning. still open. The altar is still available. And I feel like God's still calling. And if that's you that God's calling, you're the only one that can answer that call. When God spoke to all those folks back there, and I didn't, there's a whole list of them. I didn't read all of them, just mentioned a couple of them. But back there in the 11th chapter of Hebrews, when God spoke, they moved by faith and they did something for the Lord and God blessed them. I'm telling you, every time you obey God, God blesses you. God never fails. And so, while they sing again, if they want to, we come around and shake hands with Brother Glenn. Yeah, follow Yeah. Yeah. And he wanted to build a house to the Lord. Yeah. And God told him no. You can't right. do that. The cult of the blood doesn't bring a shed. But here's what David said. He said, I will therefore make preparation. Yeah. And he brought in iron for nails. Amen. Yeah. And I thought when I read that, I will therefore make preparations. Hey, Amen. Right. Amen. I am so thankful for Amen. Them. I 
Amen. Boy, that's a powerful testimony. I hope everybody could hear that. Sister Lynn was thanking the Lord for the preparation, and she used the scripture she'd been reading in Chronicles about David when he didn't get to build the house himself, but he said, then I'll make preparations. And he started getting the material and gathering it together. He knew it was going to need to be done. Boy, he got some stuff together for Solomon. Them followed after him. And Sister Lynn made this connection. This church was established in 1949. She said, I'm glad that 71 years ago that people started getting things together and making preparations. Sister Lois, if those folks wouldn't have put their nickels and pennies in to buy two before build that little block building on Albert Street. We wouldn't be here today. Preparations. What we do for the Lord means something. And God can magnify it. And I praise God I'm like Sister Lynn. What I just that's a wonderful testimony and lines up exactly with what God gave me to preach this morning. We need to be doing what we can do to help somebody. Don't make excuses and don't stop short and don't give up. If you're lost, you need to come get saved. Unless you want to stay lost. I, I know that sounds silly. <clears throat> but unless you want to stay lost and die and go to hell, your only option is to come and get saved. That's just those two things. That's all, that's all there is. Get saved or stay lost. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Well, some other folks need to come, but I think we're all the same. Unless somebody else got a testimony, I really I appreciate the testimony. Anybody got something you want to say before we sing? If you do, follow him. My heart's rejoicing at the spirit that God's gives this morning, but it's sad because of the burdens. I'm like Brother Carl said earlier. I've got a lot of burdens for a lot of folks. Now, whatever you need to do, if you need to come and just testify, or if you need to come and repent, move up, rededicate your life, get saved. Or you might be here this morning and God might have laid it on your heart to join this church. If you're saved by God's grace, there's a way you can join this church. And that door's open, just come let me know. But come shake hands, Glenn, while we sing.
are working out for you. And you're all both sick. And God, I bless you. Uh, I'm so thankful. I come as well as well. Thankful for it up here. And I really appreciate what Blaine said. Here, I, I wish I could say that I've been able to watch that revival. Uh, I haven't, and it's nobody's fault but my own. But I'm so thankful that I was able to take part in that revival. And I was able to take part in it this morning uh, because I enjoyed the Spirit so much. And uh, I'm just so thankful the way the Lord works. And, I'm thankful for his mercy and his grace. And he gives us what we need when we need it. We need to sing this song. I'll pray for us. Help us.
coming Saturday, March the 7th, in the Fellowship Hall from 9 to 2. Uh, if you have questions, like to get a booth, or like to know more about that, or want to help, you can see Shannon Thompson or Vivian Fromm. And on uh, Saturday, March the 21st, in the Fellowship Hall, there will be a breakfast from 8 a.m. until noon. That's uh, just for a donation. And the proceeds from that go for the young adults and the workers to go to church camp and if you have any questions or you want to help with that, you can see uh, Greg or Vivian. We're going to be having sign-ups right after church in the foyer for the youth retreat that is for high school and up, um, which is going to be the 14th and 15th of March. Um, so just come out and sign up. We do have emergency medical forms that will need filled out and notarized. Um, and it is $30 per person. Um, so we're just we're collecting the money today and asking everybody to sign up. We're going to be doing sign-ups this Sunday and next Sunday, but that will be it. So please come and sign up. Appreciate those announcements. Thank you for being here. Thank you for praying. Thank you uh, for moving like you've moved. I appreciate God giving us the meeting we've had this morning. It's just a real special meeting. Pray, pray, pray. And, uh, and when you're praying, check your report card. God, God gives us what he gives us to help us. Even if we see a little area we feel some condemnation in, God's not doing that to be mean to us. He's doing that to help us get where we need to get. So I appreciate God. Anything else before we come to a close? Everybody stand. <clears throat> I want to say once again, we especially thank the Lord for our visitors that are with us. We pray and it's our hope that you just keep coming. Glad to have you. If no other words, we're going to ask uh, Brother Johnny to pray dismissal. Thank you.